This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends. Gonna get their attention. Uh, first of all, the, I'm, I'm a big fan of like the 80-20 rule, you know, like what 20% of what you're doing, you know, are, is getting 80% of your results. And as a, a big artist like yourself, Dustin, I was wondering, you know, in looking back on your career, um, what I, would you say would be the 20% of the things you guys went after that achieved maybe 80% of, you know, your success? You know, it's really interesting. D-Rock's head is falling off his body right now because today's Daily V is all about, like, kind of what matters. Yeah. And the first question, <laughs> serendipitous. Literally, as I walked in here, D-Rock's like, hey, can you ask him, like, what matters? I'm like, whatever, fucking D-Rock. You know, like, <laughs> let, me do my, let me do my thing. But so for, like, like, it's just funny how the universe works. I mean, basically, in essence, the question here is, like, what are those couple things that mattered? That mattered, um, and... As of like currently or coming up? Well, I don't know. What do you think? Like, what were the things that really kind of, when he looks back, were the twenty percent of things that he did that really drove eighty percent of the results? Right. Yes. Yeah. I will say this, um, and and this it's finding the balance of being a cover artist or your own artist. You know, and 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 really how I found that was because it's two different worlds, right? I mean, you can make a great living being a cover band. So figuring out, do, you, do I want to do covers and play corporate shows and weddings? It's awesome. Pays great. Or do I have something to say as a songwriter? And for me, I had something to say. And so my songwriting and Was learning, it seductive? To, what, what, did you see like a path of like, oh, you can get tricked into this because people know the songs, I've got a good voice and away we absolutely. go? Absolutely. I see. There's that gratification of, holy crap, I'm rocking this crowd. It's you know like, what, you no, know Jason Aldean's rocking the crowd. You're just singing the song. You know. Interesting. One thing, one thing that I want to tell my audience, what was interesting, what went through my brain just now is it's the biggest point I make. It's funny to have Dunk here. It's like we've, we've had this conversation once or twice. I always try to convince the people, and this is not about Dunk, just to clarify it, especially where I'm about to go. A lot of the things that people do to make a quick buck and the cheap score mm-hmm. and to make dollars are really in essence the same exact talent that you can make the big dollars and the big impact. It's just that you weren't willing to be patient and you needed instant gratification so you cut the corners and you left so much business and so much legacy and so much awesome on the table because you needed a Ferrari. Right. I don't need a Ferrari. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, 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 I would say that. Yeah. I like it, I like it, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So, right. so go ahead, that mental decision. That decision. What about a little bit more tactical, right? Because now a lot of people are watching, they're like, cool, I made that decision. What about a black and white thing that you say, wow, that action brought me a lot more ROI? Like, was it just playing? Like playing for free? One thing I'm fascinated was, about, playing for free, like a lot of people who have no career think they're fancy and aren't willing to play for free when they don't realize the exposure to 13 people is more valuable than they're playing at that point in their career. It was this, it was, it was, I realized, stop blaming something else. Why, you know, write the hit songs. Do, you know, go, go win. You know, why, why aren't you getting meetings with this label? Well, there's a reason. And so that's really what it was. It was, it was f- figuring out that hey, these frat, these frat stars, and you know, and who are else on college campus, are gonna rock out because it's their party and they have to. But it's a different world, and and it was just realizing that stop, stop blaming, you know, right? Everyone it's else, every, start, it's your fault. Say, that, yeah, go ahead. Stop blaming the market. 
right? I mean, the I mean, market always knows. The market always knows, and and that's really what it was, and and it, and that's why it took. You know, it, it, I'm literally a 10, 10 year grind to get a door Overnight to open. Overnight success, right? Um, to get a door to open, to get the right door to open. It took 10 years. While, while I'm, I feel like I'm fresh from my vacation, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something else that I think a lot of people need to hear. We're talking about the market being right. You're more than welcome not to conform to what you see the market is responding to. As a matter of fact, it's your strength not to because what the market likes right now is always different than what the market's about to like. Uh, and I think that a lot of people, when they hear from an artistic standpoint, whether singing or art or literature, they're like, well, I don't wanna be commercial or, or I don't wanna give up my principles or things I believe in just sure. to make it. You're more than welcome to do that. Absolutely. What you need to understand, and by the way, I did this. It was not cool to curse on stage when you're a businessman. It was not cool to not wear a suit. And it was not cool to be not a good student. Like I did all the wrong things yeah. other than who the hell knew that 20 years later that's what a lot of entrepreneurs would look like. Right. And so, but that worked out for me. It may not work out for you. I just get mad at people that are mad at the market. Like everybody's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and really, from a songwriting point, man, you know, the songs that are on the radio right now are two, three years old. And that's what's yeah. tough about music, you know, is, is but that's where the special radio, too. Is that why you're excited that the, not that you're mad at the radio, it's still a very important part, but it <clears> must be nice to have whether it's streaming or whether vlogs putting music in songs or whatever it may be, it's just nice that, you know, not 13 to 29 people now control shit. Right, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> yes, I'm and that, sure. that instant gratification and, and um, you know, just being able to, even, even when it comes to show, you know, our live shows, um, you know, is, uh, is having having socials now and that feedback. You know, I can get it's on huge. thirty minutes after our show that's right. and go, okay, that moment tonight, when I whenever I did this, whenever I said that, that's what made people get their phone out and post. When I speak and I go directly to the airport, now I'm even busier than ever. But for about five or six years, every time I gave a speech and was going to the airport, I would reply to every single person that talked about that keynote on Twitter. That depth, first of all, you talked about the most important part, the insight. Oh, that's getting people to react. This, I, I actually genuinely believe that is the most important part, even more than the thing I'm in love with, which is the engagement, to deepen that relationship. Uh, they both really, really, really matter, obviously. Yeah, Eric, thanks sure. so much for calling, man. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Hello, I'm singer-songwriter Nicholas Megalis. What you're about to hear is a raw, real, uncensored meeting between me and my dear friend Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary approached me with a challenge to make music every single day of my life, to wake up and make music, and I did. Gary's challenge forced me into a daily routine. It made me crazy, but it also made me realize what the fuck I'm capable of. Work is art, and art is work, and Gary opened my eyes to that. Thank you, brother. I love you, man. Please go to GoFundMe.com slash Megalis to learn more about Nicholas Megalis. And thank you, V Nation. Dude, Dude I are, swear to God on my life, I'm telling you, are, you I'm going to say something what? weird. This it's, is where it gets weird. It's pretty weird already. I will never talk to you again if there's not a video tomorrow. What is this? Oh, it's it's a just a ring my sister made. Dude, I need to sell them. They're really cool, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I feel like yeah, we can make trillions. They're really cool. Let me take it off. They're, they're well, it's wet now. It's not Well, you, you know. They're adjustable. They're like these yeah. Southwest weird. Yeah. She's moving them. She's moving them, right? Yeah. How much are they? 
they're they're like eleven bucks. No, they got to be twenty two. Fourteen texture. bucks, something like that. Twenty two. I don't want to quote it, but they're cheaper than twenty two bucks. Her shipping. How you doing? She does. How's Marion life? It's good. I'm having a baby in March. My Dude. man, congratulations. Do you have any, any last minute advice? Yes. Last ditch effort advice? Yes. Tell it to me. You're gonna be so fucking scared the first hundred days, and then the rest is gonna be the greatest thing that ever happened to you. I, I believe that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm already horrified. No, I believe that. I, when, I do. If you think you're horrified now, wait bit, till there's an actual thing. When you're like actually looking at it, you're like, holy shit. It's really, crazy. Dude, I don't let her do anything. She's She wants to kill me. We're, she's, Your wife. Yeah. I'm a paranoid son of a bitch. I mean, I think she wanted to kill you before. Yeah. All right, tell me everything. You're a music what star do you now? I, I mean, you always were to I me, so like, it makes sense. Mu- well, I want to make music. I, I, want people, I want people to know who I am. For that what, I, for period. What I do. Right. For what I do, though. But honestly, what you did on Vine is what you did, too. You're a great communicator and you're a really creative that. dude. I appreciate that. I mean like, this is a foregone conclusion for me at some level. I appreciate There's, that. It's, you've already achieved more attention than, you've gotta put things in perspective. What you did in those early days of Vine, if you actually quantify all the people that ever lived, that were ever able to amass attention, you would be humbled by what your all time rank is. That's in the great ethos and world and universe of communication, of communicators, artists. Yeah. Yeah. It's really crazy. I feel like what I'm that means. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's you know interesting. I mean? Yeah, and I'll tell you yes, and I'll tell you what's interesting. Just like you walked in here and said, "Whoa, they dude." Don't know yet. Who? Kills me. The world. Well, everyone. They, yeah. The proverbial. Thing. Yeah, I agree. I always talk about that. I'm frustrated, but that's what wakes me up, and that's me what too. frustrates me. Is that they don't know my potential yet. I love that. They don't know. That's what I, frustrates. No, no, me. that's good. That's not frustration. I fought, I ride off of. I feel like sometimes I ride off of anger. I and, do too. And bitterness. I'm not bitter, but I'm angry. Bitterness in a sense that like I'm it's a, a bitter old man. It's a chip on the shoulder thing. Because I'm from Cleveland. <laughs> yes, you, you, but you guys have won now, so it's all over. You can't. Well, we won finally. Yes. Yes, you won something. Yes. So, so what's happening? Tell me. I mean, you had that one moment several years ago where at the height of the Vine stuff you put out a song, of course, that did well, right? I feel like a Jewish American rapper. My style. Okay, I'm, keep I'm going. Greek. I'm Greek though. Really good. Thanks, man. We're gonna use it in this episode. Thanks, man. Yeah, you guys, what, so can you, I know what's going on. I know. Well, why don't you, why don't you tell. I'm more curious about you, but. But go ahead, like tell me what you. I, mean, I don't really get a lot of time to ever sit down with you. I think yeah. we had dinner once yeah. and you're yep. like, I gotta fucking go, I have a meeting. <laughs> and you had, and you went from that, you were like, and the guy came in. Hey, what's uh, that oh, that little thing? Um, this is actually very wild. What are you doing? I'm filming a hologram I'm actually giving keynotes in hologram form. Where? Uh, <laughs> Are you fucking Tupac? Yes. Yeah. This is amazing. So that's that. But what's going on in general is um, probably what? What do you think, D-Rock? When did I get real fucking serious? About me. Like in my, I saw my you brand. I that in the car and I feel that. My dad used to tell me that. You said something you probably don't fucking remember because you're such a transmitter. Yep. You're a transceiver, but you're a damn good transmitter. You said, like, I got to get them to know who I am and I have to... It's almost like you're, like, you're acknowledging the game. Well, you know what's you funny? You said they have to know who I am before we can, on a mainstream level, yeah. something like that. Well, my big thing before, is, it's the same way as I see you. You know I was? It was the night of... Well, when we did the first Ask Gary Vee book tour, 
the night of the first Askari Bee book in tour in Oklahoma City. Right, that's where we did the first night. Where, where did we do the first night? March last year. Hold on. March. Oklahoma and, uh, City? Wait, what's his name? Big Duke? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Andy. Andy. That night jam session, I think, something like. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Here's what I know. I want to shoot so bad. But you. What's up? are gonna have a very similar career to me in different versions, which is my YouTube and Twitter success was your Vine success. Sure. People don't get it. Like if you're good enough, sure. you keep coming back, you don't die. Sure. You're a cockroach. Well, it's also because I was, I, I, yeah, make, make no mistake, I say that to people when, when I have to. I'm a, I'm a confrontational son of a bitch though. But yeah, I get it, I've that's what I like people, about you. I've told people that, and my, my wife today was like, just be nice and be calm and be yourself, and I was like, okay, honey, yeah, but I'm also a dick. I am, like, I'm a dick, I love my work. And you do too, you love 100%. your work, you believe in it. Yep. If you didn't, man. So tell me what's going on, so bad. you moved here because you decided to get serious about music? Well, yeah, I, I feel like New York is a What happened, place. Va- I remember when you were going through a transition, yeah, you man. were at this place in Vine, yeah. and then we were talking, Yes. and you were like, I'm gonna go kind of this route, because and like, what happened? A, because I wanna do a million things, right. and I can't. I wanna just focus on something very, very hard and own it and own it so that anybody else who tries to do it will not be able to do it. And which is what? Is be a musician. But people are musicians. Be Nicholas McGallis the musician. Understood. No well, that's one great. Can, no one can make of course the music not. I can and no one has the vision I have. People have The latest song that he sent me, can you play in the background? Because I haven't had a chance to listen to it. It's cool. It's a cool track. But we're trying to make music for, you know, for me, but for people. You have it? Or no. yeah. If you don't have it, it's, yeah, it's yeah. cool. I can send it to you. I, I, I think that everything is coming together. The Wi-Fi stuff. It's making sense, finally. And I'm out here trying to build a team. I'm try- I am I need a team, man. A team to like, do what? I want I want my team, my killers. People what does that mean? Who, I want good management. Management. I If there's, you know, I'm doing this all myself. I'm doing this myself in Pasadena. You know, that's what I'm doing. I, may, I'm, I do this all myself on the internet. And I'm where gonna, are you social network-wise right now? Like, where do you sit? fucking love Instagram. I'm an artist, it's visual. It's yeah. perfect for me, it makes sense instantly. How many followers do you I have on it? I assume you, like, 160, 150. Great. You are, I'm telling you man, you get it. I don't have to go anywhere else for you. Yeah, I no, mean, I get YouTube, it. YouTube, I go to you yeah, yeah. to see the full 23 yeah, yeah. minute video, yeah. but you, yeah. boom, 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 four times a day, you entertain me four, three or four times a fucking day. Excuse my language. Excuse my language. (laughs) I mean, for God's sake. But you, you told me that you sat me down in a room when I first met you, and I had known you for about five minutes, (laughs) and you said you're gonna have a million followers this time next year, and I laughed. I remember. And you said, No, you're going to. You were like, What the fuck doesn't this kid get? You're like, Everybody's going to. I know you didn't quite mean that, but like, what do you mean I didn't mean it? Are we you were, getting when, what I'm saying? When we were in 315 Dude. and I was just building out that office, I knew yeah, exactly, yeah. I told all of you fuckers what Wait, you were gonna be. What did be. you mean by that? What, Not I, just because of our abilities, but because that's the way the fucking world is going. It, I knew that Vine was going to get much, much bigger. Yeah. I knew that you guys sat at the top of it. Totally. And that you were gonna all Collecting. exponentially get bigger. Plus, I, at that time, knew that we would be doing brand right deal, on. like that I was gonna be, help right you, on. you know? Okay, you know, man. I definitely know. That's like know. a scout. 
I, I do it. I, I, I have that. I have that. the fuck out of everybody. Everybody who works at Vayner, everybody who is involved with your yeah, project. Yeah, it's, it's the right thing know, to do. You know that those dudes are going to hustle and that he's going to hustle. You know. It's the most important thing when you're building something. But I've seen, dude, there's a vibe at Vayner that's like, it's like cool and everybody's having a good time and it's all productive and it's this creative energy. But make no fucking mistake, like you guys are hauling ass. 100%. It had, you that's have to. What, that was ins- inspiring to see that though. So what's going on with... um. So, the one thing that didn't happen that I wish did was you didn't siphon enough of the Vine audience to other places, right? You didn't make the conservative effort for a month to really pull them into different channels, right? We did, but a lot of it was gross to me. A lot of it was I get gross it. to I, me. I, I have empathy a, for that. A lot of it was super, super, you know, and I... I, I get look, it. I'm learning. I'm telling you, man. I, I, I'm in a different place than I was three years ago. Like, I'm in a different place. Of course I'm, you I'm, are. But I'm also, not just that we're having a baby, like, you know, you and I. No, I'm talking... You and I aren't having a baby. I can't wait. It's going to be gorgeous. Maybe we, I mean, maybe me we'll, and with your hair... Do you know how much hair our baby, my baby, <laughs> yes, has? the most. No, my wife is Lebanese. Yeah, you're it's set. Over. You're gonna have. You're gonna have. So a, I was in a different place, and I, I, I wanted to make. I wanted. Listen, I, I didn't understand the power at that moment because it had never happened in that. Of course. That fucking quickly. So fast, dude. It was like you went from babysitter to like superstar, about, dude. It, and almost overnight. Overnight. So I'm telling you, I sat there and refreshed. Five hundred thousand more people. <laughs> Six hundred thousand more people. Seven hundred thousand more people. When that's happening, you're calling everybody desperately, like, we gotta get a music video done, we gotta get on tour, we gotta do this, 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 and this. I'm one man. There's a lot of stubbornness to me, Gary. Like, yeah, I get I, it. I'm not all about just getting the quickest shit out that's I know pop. that. And I'm also not, I know that. I'm also not, not I'm, I'm in the business of, of Nicholas Megalis. I always have been. You, and I, I, and I, but I don't, don't wanna make, I don't wanna make decisions that will ever, um, I don't know what the word is, but. Deviate? Deviate or or take and take away from what I'm trying to do. I don't want. I didn't come out to L.A. to be in somebody's band or be on a sitcom. Like it's got to be Nicholas Megalis or I. Have well, no that interest. makes sense. I don't think you've I ever. No interest. I don't think you've ever shown any patterns that are contrary <laughs> to that. You've always been a stubborn prick, probably. No, but I saying. don't think it's stubborn. No, it's, I think you know. I don't. I, I I don't play ball probably as much as I should, but I want to, and that's that's kind of my goal, man. You're inspiring in that way. You you talk about being able to to get what you want by putting in the work yourself and that's always... I think the other thing is you know, is that... working with people too. For man. me is an interesting thing because I think the difference is I'm businessman, yeah. comma, I have motivational tendencies, I'm artistic in some ways. Totally, you're an artist, sure. comma, sure. and you're developing the business savviness sure. along the way. Sure. That's, that is a very big factor. I'm an artist who had to quickly find out how to have a ton of money. I'm an artist that had to figure out <laughs> how to have how to have money. When you had when you started well, to, getting money back make, in the day, yeah, when you yeah. make money and then you make money for the first time, yeah, you don't understand. Like I'm, I, I wasn't. What like, did you do with it? We just shot a music video in the desert on our own dime, on our own money. You know, we're doing everything ourselves. So when's the last? When's the last? Time, what's when's the last time you did a brand deal back in the day? Like how long has it been? When's the last time? Couple months. Like oh, you, you, oh yeah. you're doing stuff. Oh yeah, I do. I do you, and creative consulting for companies too, and I, I, I like, I like going. That's in cool. From the ground up, and yep. I, I like, I like conceptual work. Yeah. I like, I like art directing. Have you run into any of the old crew here? Uh, yeah, here and there. Yeah, just a little high five. But like, we all do our own. Yeah, thing, but I know man. that. I know that. But I mean, serendipitously. serendipitously I mean, it's still yeah. a, it's still a special time. It is. Yeah. That, I mean, I will never forget that meeting at I the old either. office. I won't either. So thank you for that, honestly. Yeah, man. that was fun. That's the least I can do is, is So say what thank can you. what can I help you with? You think? <laughs> I'm I'm being dead serious. What can we help each other with? Okay. I mean look, 
and everybody here on my team knows busy. this. You're I'm, a busy man. I'm funny. I don't need. I don't want or need anything from anybody. To be very frank, I even prefer. I, know. Oh, yeah. uh, I even prefer it that way. I feel that. I'm. Thank you. That's I'm. That's your mo, though. That's man. my mo. I know that. That's my mo. Yeah. I'm able to get what I need. You're also self-sustaining. Correct. You're self-sufficient. Correct. So Not even money-wise. So just everything. Correct. So that's. It's just true. So that's why I'm interested in knowing what I can help with. This is mine. Yeah. So, totally. you know, I'm I'm up for whatever. Like, if you like, uh, do you like? Is management like something like I can maybe help you with? I don't know I want, the music wanna, industry that well. The, but your big dream at this point, and really kind of always, is to be a musician. Is to make music, but also make it in, in, in a way that is deliverable what, what, to people that live in 2017. Which like is? a lot of bands don't fucking get it. They make. Bands think that it's all about hardcore touring and selling merch, and it is. Well, that's where the economics are. That's where they're going to make their money yes. once they've developed a catalog. I've been working for 10 years to make a catalog of music that I now feel at this point, Gary, after this much time, is finally decent. So now I have my guns. Right. I have my army of my songs and my music. And I'm, I need to package it and get it out to people in a way they'll understand. I think that's visual, entirely visual. Yeah. Uh, look at what we did with, look at, dude, I charted I number one internationally for two songs that already, like because of what Divine Days. I know. On Vine, we did Gummy Money was number one in five countries. In hip hop. I mean, that was such a big In hip hop. So let me, let me ask we you. We charted number one in hip hop. I want to do it again. Well, the problem is you don't have that distribution of awareness I don't have my at the, the level. View. If I had the view, you had the view. It was called your Vine account. Sure. Yeah. You, so to me, let's take a step back. Sure. Instead of what you're doing right now, one man's point of view, in trying to win in a way that I think you have less control. Sure. And the majority of people are trying to go through that path. Sure. My question is, do you believe that you can replicate your social reach the way you, I mean, it's very hard because you were the right guy at the right time. Sure. But you know, I went through that. Let me. No, that's why I want my team. That's right. So let me tell you a story that's, that's gonna, want, let me tell you a story that's gonna. I don't wanna have to be relying on social media. But what's so believe funny, me, I want it to be what, a player. what's so funny though, is that was the biggest control you have. You know that, right? At the moment? You relying on, Regan and Interscope and the way the game is played, you're way less in control than you were on Vine. You know I that, know, right? Of course, of course, <laughs> yes. So my intuition is a little bit different. Let me explain. Right here, I, and these guys will tell you, and you probably know this at this point, I was the guy in tech, one of the guys in 2006, oh, seven, eight, Twitter, right? Oh yeah. But then I wasn't as much even when I met you guys, I wasn't really focusing on my brand. I, I was building yeah. a business, right? Yes. I guess what I'm saying to you Your is engagement wasn't there yet. Nope. I, I wasn't even. I wasn't focused you had on a million it. Million on Twitter, but they were they that, were, they were at, built in. Uh huh. Yeah, I feel and like passive and, and yep, dying yep, off. Yep. But now, not that I have the biggest numbers, but I'm definitely again at a very good place. Yes, you are. I think I'm fearful, vibe-wise, that I think you can replicate it multiple times. Okay. And I think you succumb in your own mind to that was this great moment in time. Fuck. I could have maximized it even more. It's gone. I wish I had it. Of course. And I think you because of who you are, if you don't 
force yourself to doing it the way you've decided in your head it has to go now and went back a little bit to the DNA that got you there in the first place, I think you could go organically from 150,000 to a million followers on Instagram because you're good enough creatively. Hey. Do you understand? Of course I do, man, I mean it. What What was very hard for me and this was hard for me. The most confident, sure. the most confident, was, oh fuck, will I ever be one of the guys on one of the next platforms? Even the Vine thing was interesting to me. Of course. Because I wanted to be able to find a way that was valuable to both parties to incorporate. Even I would, you know, because I felt so close to you, I'd ping you once in a while and be like, hey, let's do a collaboration. Yes. But I could never get myself there in the real way in my own mind because I had decided that maybe that had passed. That's so the punchline, man, man. Great, man. My man, How's the golf game? that's the punchline. That? Instead of deciding that that era has left, I think that you should at least debate this meeting. Go sit home and say, Nicholas, look at my face, what I'm about to tell you. You can be the number one followed person on Musical.ly. It's you so damn young, dude. Oh, really? And Vine didn't? My man? No, it didn't to begin with. No. I don't I mean, think it did. it did, dude. You're talking. Well, I was there too. It's not. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't followed like you were, but I was paying very I close attention. Were. Maybe more attention. Uh, so let me help you. Make more tons of more, money. more attention. They didn't have phones that young back then either. Well, true. I mean, it's. Nicholas, look, look, it's straight a up. different time, I know. I Here's know. the punchline. In six if you decided to create for Musically, decided to create for Instagram, create for the platform, not create the romantic thing you've decided that you are, you can replicate it. If you choose, that's the right move. Only thing I'm doing for you, because I love you, is giving you the permission to understand that truth. I get it, what's plan B? Plan B is to be like everybody else in this town and fucking be at the mercy of organizations that don't give a fuck about you. That's plan B, motherfucker. That's great. What a, what a horrifying reality that you've painted for me. <laughs> That's plan B. I gotta tell you something. Yes, sir. My dad's first generation, Greek. Uh-huh. And I think that's why I, I love you because of, this is this is like my father talking to me. Except you're way younger than my dad. But I'm Damn telling it. you. I was hoping I was older. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, brother, that's you can do it again. Is this you can do it again. Yes, I know I can. I know I can. But you've decided you, you don't want it that way. And I'm telling you, why not do not. that? By the way, that's by the way, that's a different story. I'm going to tell you what's so exciting for me. Please, I love when I think somebody is disrespecting themselves. Okay. I love when somebody doesn't realize what they actually have. This has been the constant communication that you and I have had in the six staggered meetings over the last four years. I just genuinely believe in you more than you believe in yourself. That um, might be the case. That is the case. So what I'm, I'm enjoying right now is the following. You're underestimating what you pulled off the first time. Nicholas, you were, you were and you continue to be great. Nicholas, you can make a song up right now. I, don't, I think you need to really give some serious thought to something. Okay. Let me give you an example. I didn't want to be motivational. Stayed away from motivational Gary for, from three, world, for three years. I, arena. I just don't want it. But in the last year, I've been more okay with it than I have historically. I know, I feel it. Because it brings people value. You may not want to be the guy who literally fucking every single day can come up with a viral fucking song and video. I implore you to do it 
so that it gives you so much fucking leverage that you can have your version of Beck. When you have 19 million people following you on three platforms, then you can do it. You've decided to leave the leverage on the table and act like everybody else when they don't have the skill and ability you have to in 12 months to be in a place. To, to, to mobilize even, those people. That's it. Forget about even monetizing. Right, to mobilize to them. To mobilize them. The fuck are you at the mercy of that's that? exactly right. Because you've decided, no, no, I'm doing this now. I'm doing do real proven, music. And I have a proven thing. I, I, I know my formula. I know what I can do. Yep. I know what I can do. Me too. I believe I, I just sometimes think, I'm a stubborn son of a bitch. And that's fine. You know, and I want, uh, and I want, to, I want to get an actual record out, man. My I man, how do you think record actual out? records are gonna come out in three years? Listen to me. Go and fucking do this. Take your fucking Instagram and be like, hey guys, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna produce a fucking music video and song one minute long every day, 365 days, starting tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And then go make a fucking flower in my fucking nose song. And then go make a fucking I'm at fucking Safeway and I eat fucking every oranges. Day. Every day, one year. And then do the right hat. Did ha- you say Safeway? Yeah. yeah. Is Safeway out here? Yeah. We're in is California. It? Yeah. Safeway. Safeway. What the fuck is Safeway? It, You're a bad guy then to ask because you think you can do everything. I know I can do everything. Do you think it confuses people? I don't give a fuck. Do you think people feel unintelligent when they're confused? Uh, I feel... Do you know uh, what I'm saying? Of course. Let me... Let me let, you, man. No, no. I feel very intelligent. Yes, I think most people feel unintelligent. I feel like there's a lot more things that are going to confuse them than Gary Vaynerchuk and Nicholas McGallis. Okay. I think... Artists have the audacity to think that they're the ones that are causing this confusion. I don't think anybody's sitting at home. No, it's funny to laugh at, right? I don't think anybody's sitting at home and say, okay, let me see everything going on in society. You know what? You know what's really fucking me up? Nicholas, is he a comedian? Is he a musician? Is he on Instagram? I'm confused. It's It's audacity. I don't have the audacity. Wow. It's we an eye opener. It's the most fucking horrifying, <laughs> confusing time historically. And ever. you're sitting here worried about 15 year old Johnny in North Done. Dakota saying, you know what? I can't deal with what Nicholas is putting cool. out. Cool. Dude. Eye opening, right? right? It's not yeah. having that audacity, it's blending humility with ego. And I think you're very close to that. As close as mo- like I've been this- able to dance that. I, 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 I've been playing that. I know. I, know I love that about th- you. There's a fine line. I love it. But there's a reason I love John Lennon. There's a level of self-deprecation required to be an artist. I think there's so. There's a level of humility. Like you know, there's a reason that we don't like certain things, or they're above us because they feel like they're above us. And I, I don't like that. I'm a human being. But I would I say make I, work that's funny and genuine. I agree. So but do also it. Serious. So do it, man. Yeah. You're not making work right now that a lot of people see. True. You know the fire you had every morning in the most prime of your career yes. where you're like, holy fuck. It's coming back, no matter, back by the way. Good. Do you know no, why? Why? Necessity. <laughs> fear. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something, brother. Go figure. When you when when you get back to back to going like, shit, I'm telling you, man. I'm a talented guy. I, I know. have a vision. The, the difference between me and everybody else in, in Hollywood, you know what it is? Is I have ideas. They literally don't. They're waiting for us to give them ideas. Listen to me. That's listen why me. how you make your listen, living. Listen, put it out. And put yourself into a corner. I'm going to make a video, a mu- one minute music video. Every fucking day. One minute Megalis. Hashtag one minute Megalis or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And have people replicate it. And so. you will fucking win. Yeah. People will be like, this is. Do you know what the first one's gonna, do you know if you actually listen to me, do it right now, and tomorrow make the first one what's gonna happen? 
everybody's gonna leave a comment like, this is what I fucking love. And they're gonna tag the fuck out of all their friends who all came up with in junior high who are now seniors in high school and being I feel like. It. I feel it. I, somebody, I need, it. somebody needs to give you permission to do the magic that you do. Don't let people judge and don't you judge something that you're magical at. Sometimes, don't you wish you could choose what your abilities are? Nope. What I wanted to. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And let me give you the answer you're looking for. No. What I do instead is I go so deep in those abilities, take all the leverage you lose that comes. Yourself in it. And then take all the leverage that comes with it so then I can afford to do the stuff that I want to do. That is amazing advice. I know. And I didn't even have to pay you for it. That's right. Incredible. I'm dead serious. I know. That's great fucking That's advice. That's what I want you to do. Do what you fucking okay. do better than anybody on earth, which is, Nicholas, you literally can make the best music videos on Instagram in the world. You can do that. You. That's insane. Do you know how fucking pissed I am that I can't do that? I would have 49 million followers. Yeah. I would be bigger than everybody. You can do that. Okay. And then when you have that leverage, guess who's calling? EDM. Guess who wants to give you record deals? All the people. And you can do it again. I did it. Cool. Do you know that I was ahead of, I was, listen to how heartbreaking this is for me. I was on YouTube four months after it came out. I predicted it to be the biggest thing. I then left YouTube and went to Viddler. It was a big mistake of mine. I then lallygagged for years. And had, when DRock hit me up, how long ago DRock now? Two years and, two and a half years ago. I had 40,000 subscribers on YouTube. Like, it was like a non-factor. Seven and a half years of being right before the world and I had 40,000. And, and, and I wasn't embarrassed like all these A-list celebrities to go on networks. Not. I was like, I don't care what my number is. I know where it's gonna end up. So, of course, I've always I don't that. care where my number is. I, I know that. where it's gonna end up. If you Great. actually navigate to where the world's going, you can catch up real quick. Two weeks ago, Amazon bought Whole Foods. The day, the day that Amazon was launched, Whole Foods was a $300 million business. Right? When I started my Twitter account in 2007, there was lots of people that people knew and were selling more books and had brands and out there, but because I was so much more right about Twitter and YouTube and Facebook, I lapped them multiple times. But I also had talent. But I also did the thing that scares the crap out of me, which is I love to work and I love the process. When I think people, and before we clap, I'm gonna get a little bit tough right here, and this is again, I've been thinking a lot over the last four to five years of when I talk, what am I trying to accomplish, how do I bring value to people that paid a price, a lot of you traveled, like how do I deliver right now? Let me help you. If you are the type of person that stays reading my five books and my videos, that stays spending their money to travel here and see people talk, that stays in the point of consuming and being motivated, you will never succeed. And I genuinely believe, and I mean this, and I, I, listen, this is like a weird, you know, this is kind of a curveball, right? I genuinely believe, look, I get motivation from watching sports. I get motivation from listening to hip hop. Like, it's not that you can't. It's, is your percentage of getting motivated and learning tactics greater than you actually doing the work? When I tell you I consume zero content, outside of those jets, and when I'm traveling a little bit of music, I don't consume anybody. People always ask me, who are your heroes? Who do you look up to? 
my parents. Not because there haven't been unbelievable men and women who've done incredible things, it's I just don't know their stories that well. I know what their headlines are, I know who they are, I've heard of them, I just don't know their details. I don't spend my time consuming that way, I spend my time doing. My strategy the day I left Mount Ida College was to work in that liquor store for 15 hours a day, seven days a week, for 10 years, and that's what I did. I believe that most people just don't wanna put in the hard work because I believe most of you are chasing the things instead of the process. All right, my question is, I work at a tomato farm, all right? Okay. I've been there fifth grade. Right now, I'm in my second year of college. So you've, let me get this right, Conrad, with a K, by the way, not like a C like yours, Tony. You've, Sorry, we you've, can be family. You've, 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 you've worked at a tomato farm since fifth grade. You're now a sophomore in college. Yeah, that is correct. Okay, keep going. Community, community college. Respect. I went to Mount Ida. You, you know, you're not hurting me. Go ahead. All right, so this uh, year over year, we've been losing revenue, and I've been wanting to explain uh, social media marketing to him, but the, we're not organic technically, and the places we're in right now are taking more organic than us. So they don't really like the hydroponics. They like the organic. So we're in food co-ops, about, 30, about 15 restaurants and 15 food co-ops. I understand. Yeah. So my question is, if this like were to fall through, uh, would it be possible to to convert to like a cannabis cultivating operation? Because we are in the Minneapolis area, so you're not they're not going to be able to cross lines if the laws change. But here here's the actual question: I'm going to school for computer technology for web development right now. Do I continue to like go on this tech world, or do I, you know, wait for the laws to change and work, keep working here? I understand. So I, get, I think you got two questions there. So let's and, talk. And Tony, before you answer that, just one last piece of context for both of us to answer: Is this a family business, or you just work for these individuals because you've known them since you were a kid? Yeah, it's it's pretty close to family. It's not quite family. But I look to him as a grandfather Respect. or father. Thank you. Okay, Tony, yeah, go ahead. That's great. So, um, first thing, you know, businesses evolve all the time. We see it in the technology sector all the time, where people do massive um, evolutions or pivots. Um, Slack. So I'm a personal investor in Slack with Stuart. Stuart is tiny spec. Started as, up as a game, and uh, you know the game wasn't working. And but there was this one thing that they had built, this internal communication protocol, which we all know now and love. Slack. They knew that that was working. It made sense, and they made that evolution. Right. They switched over, and you know it's it's a very different business from the one that they were in. But it was one where they were passionate. It made sense for them to go do so. Converting. You know how you go about converting from one line of business to another, I think that's all possible, right? One of your biggest assets is the team, um, and the momentum you have is working together, and if you collectively agree that you're gonna go in some new direction, that's really powerful, right? You don't gotta start from zero and collect everybody yeah. um, uh, along the way. And the second question was, remember? Should he continue down the path of computer science or web development, or should he go deeper into the tomato farm with the hope that it changes into a weed farm? Well, I don't know why you can't do both. Um, and That's the exactly, most, by the way, my answer, so we're gonna save time. Yeah, like, what's, yeah. what's the problem with both, Conrad, with a K? <laughs> Can you answer, like, like why, why, why did you feel that they were mutually exclusive? 
Um, the reason being is because this the the farmer I work for, he's kind of against technology. He's he's afraid of the world kind of you know, crumbling down. And what happens when there's no internet? You're not going to have a job, kind of deal. Hey, Conrad. So, free dynamic. Hey, yeah. Conrad. Okay, that is fucking ludicrous. <laughs> what you just said. Like, what are we even talking about here? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. His thesis on what you should do with your life is predicated on the notion that one day the internet might shut down or disappear for a couple hours? Pretty much, I guess, yeah. yeah. Can, can, you, can you agree with me as a 20, 19-year-old yeah. human being that that is the most asinine horseshit of all time? It's not. <laughs> Conrad? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, what are we talking about here? That's like me making my decisions on how to live my life predicated on the notion of North Korea blowing up America and me dying. And the crazy part is that is far more likely than the fucking picture you just painted. <laughs> yeah. Yes to no. That's more, it's, it's more of like, do I continue the tech? And I know you said full, but it's, it's kind of, it's, it's tough. I mean, I don't know how to, how to handle that. Well, let me ask you a question. What would be the output of if you followed down the tech route? You'd go get a job, you'd start your own web development shop. Like, we need to understand what that means. You're done with your education, you decide to pick the tech route, what are you gonna do? Right, yeah. So to me, if you have your own little dev shop where you're trying to make 100,000 a year building people's websites, sounds like exactly what you can do from 8 p.m. to midnight. Unless maybe you wake up at 3.30 in the morning in the tomato farm. I need context, but I just genuinely believe you have 18 hours in a day, especially when you're 22 years old. You might have 20 hours in a day, and I just think you can do two fucking jobs. I think you could, you don't have to. You may not want to. Maybe you want to do other things, like as you should, but the question becomes, have you debated the ability to do both if you choose to? Yeah, I suppose both would be the answer. Yeah. Both is always the answer if you can do it. Both is always the both answer to everything. No, but it's true, right, Tony? Sure. Both, Absolutely. Conrad, thanks for calling. I mean, t Tony, both is always, both is, listen, I've listened to enough sports radio <laughs> to know when to cut it off. Listen, I think both is the answer when you can do it. And I, you know, what I like about that moment, why I love this call show is like, look, both may not be the answer when you have two kids and a dog and you've been on a plane. Like, maybe that's not what you want to do. But when you're hungry, in the beginning, like, when you, you could do right, both. You could, I mean, I look at everyone like both, 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 if you want it so bad. Some don't. Some want to make a nice living, buy stuff with it, enjoy the, you know, the fruits of a sixty to $150,000 salary, like going to a concert and buying a t-shirt and like going to a Knicks game, like mazel tov. But like if you're hungry, both is real. Yeah, both is real. I've been doing both for a long time, I'm dude. aware, my man. A long time. We'll get into that. Listen, right? anybody who's winning by the standards of winning professionally, do both. Yes. Like, yes. And by the way, you know, back for Conrad. You know, if you're not working with people that share your passion for something and your way about going about doing it, then you should break rank right away and go find a group of people, go find your posse or create your own posse around your passion and what you want to go do, totally right? You can do your own tomato farming, you do your own cannabis, uh, you know, manufacture, whatever you want to do. You can do all that yourself, believe in yourself, vote on yourself, easy. Especially when, when the people that you're working with have the judge and the jury on their side. Yes. Old man farmer is the judge and the jury. Yeah. That's not a partnership. Yeah, he shouldn't determine this young man's <laughs> exactly. life. Exactly. Absolutely not. Who's next? All right, so this is for both of you guys. Uh, so what's the number one thing you wish you knew when you're starting out? So I'm 18, and what 
is the biggest lesson you learned when you got on the new level? Uh, what's the biggest lesson I learned to, to follow your yeah. gut, to always just follow your gut. You know what I'm saying? A lot of shit is going to distract you. Uh, there's opinions that you may uh, look up right. to when you first go into it, but right. you realize they don't know shit. Absolutely. Follow your intuition. You know what I'm saying? Listen to your gut. It's never wrong. And it knows what the fuck you want before you do. For me, for me to right. answer the first part of your question, the one thing I wish I knew when I was starting out is the thing that I preach to you guys all the time, and even though I believed it religiously at the time, even though I was 100 on it, I would have been 110 on it, which is patience. Facts. When That's you're awesome. so, when you're, when you're yeah. hungry, mm-hmm. when you're 18, when you want to be the biggest in the world, when you want to be the biggest in the world, like, it's patience. I'm, I'm 41 right, about to turn 42 in November, so it's not as, you know, I, used to, I don't know if you play this game, John, is it? John, I don't know if you play this yeah, game. When John. I was 18, John, this is what I would play, I'm like, okay, I'm 18, and in 18 years, I'm gonna be 36. Mm-hmm. That's young as shit, I have my whole life in front of yeah, me. Everything shit. I just lived, I have all that time in front of me, and I'm still gonna be 36, and I would do that literally, literally. Even at 30, I remember doing it, I'm like, fuck, I've done a lot already, Wine Library was already big and everything, I kinda made it a little bit, I was like, and, in, and I've got my whole life, yeah. and I'm gonna be 60, yeah. which is old, but not fucking dead yet. But, now, <laughs> but now, I'm four, now I'm 41, and I'm like, okay, I've lived this whole life, Okay, in 41, I'm gonna be 82. I'm like, mm, 82's a little like, you know, like, you know, and so for me, even with that, even with the game that I've played my whole life about doubling up my number to make me realize how much time I still had, so fucking be patient, do the right thing, shortcuts kill you, like, do it right. Even now, even though that doesn't sound as good, yeah. I, I still do it. The fact that you're 18, John, which means you're double your age, you're still five years younger than me, that's fucking insane. And the thing is, you yeah. are so quick to be put on, to showboat, to win for yourself, for the world. Whatever it may look like, it usually leads to the move that keeps you away from winning. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. A little right hook here for all the people that like the juice. Uh, winelibrary.com. Uh, check out winelibrary.com and go scroll down and see the Gary V Wine Club. I should probably create a Gary V. I actually think I have that. GaryV.com slash the wine club. Check out if that works. Hit me up on Twitter, guys. Let me know. Anyway, the wine club, $55 a month. And that is a delivered price. No shipping costs. $55 a month. You get one, two, three, or four bottles uh, in your package. I record a audio and video version of me tasting through the wines. So if you are even considering drinking wine or you buy wine in any shape or form, uh, I will be devastated if you're not part of my wine club. Uh, GaryV.com slash the wine club or winelibrary.com. Scroll down and click the Gary V Wine Club. 55, double nickels each month and I'm delivering at least 100, 150, even $200 worth of wine each month value. Seth is impressed right now while he's recording me. You haven't signed up for the wine club yet? Not yet, I'm about to. Or I'm going to Babin? My girlfriend or I? What are you dissing him for? <laughs> Keep this all for the podcast. Pip podcast peeps, both of my homies here, Tyler, Babin and Seth, they, you know, who I thought were brothers and young brothers and family, neither of them are part of the wine club. My disappointment continues to grow.